Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by the Emom Box, subscription boxes built for people who wad. Get an original box every month on the month filled with fresh gear, wad accessories, healthy snacks, and more, all delivered right to your door. Boxes are curated by fellow fitness fanatics to give you the highest quality gear. The Emom Box does the hard work for you guys. You enjoy the savings. 40 plus percent off. With the free shipping anywhere in the U.S. of A, the Emom Box is the best way to add to your gym game. Use code VOODOO in all caps to save 20% off your first box order. That's V-O-O-D-O-O, VOODOO, in all caps, at theemombox.com. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing. And anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 78. And so you might hear some things banging around in the background uh, today. I'm actually recording this at work today. And so there's actually some construction going on and people might holler up and down the halls. You never know. But uh, today, um, you know, with these standalone episodes, it seems like I can't get one of them out on time. And so uh, today was actually an intentional late one because I wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking about the Murph Challenge. And so this is an event every year where on Memorial Day or at least the weekend of Memorial Day or around it, sometimes I saw more and more boxes not doing it on the actual Memorial Day this year. Um, But this is where the CrossFit community pauses and does a workout um, kind of across the world that's all in um, honor and memory of uh, Lieutenant Michael Murphy. Um, and you know when we do these workouts that are named after someone um, who has uh, been killed in action, that it's going to be one. It's going to be a tough, tough workout, but it's also going to evoke some emotions within you that you can't help but experience. And so we most of us know the story of Lieutenant Michael Murphy. If you haven't, there's a movie called Lone Survivor you can check out. Uh, there's been many things written about him. There's short synopses everywhere um, that talk about his life and what he did and how he sacrificed himself for others. 
um, not only within his own company, but also um, for us o- overall uh, as Americans to have the freedoms we have today. But he was killed in Afghanistan on June 28th, 2005. And the workout that now has his name was actually one of his uh, workouts that he enjoyed doing. He called it Body Armor. Um, it's a one-mile run, uh, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 um, air squats, and then one more mile, all while wearing a 20-pound or 14-pound vest. It's uh, it's an experience. Um, I've done it multiple, multiple times. Uh, I've done it differently. I've done it scaled. I've done it RX. I've done it partitioned. I've done it non-partitioned all over the place, um, and every year it's a different experience for me. Um, so what does it mean to kind of people who are doing this event? Um, one of them is just the fact that it happens around or on Memorial Day. And Memorial Day, as uh, my friends who have served uh, remind all those around us, it's not a day where you say, Happy Memorial Day. That That's... that's uh, that's not the uh, emotion that's around that. It's honoring and remembering those who have given their life in service um, for our country. And that's not necessarily a happy event. That's, uh, that's sad. There's people this year that are celebrating Memorial Day for the first time because they lost a loved one over the last year. And for the first time, they have a tangible person that they have on their heart and in their mind that they are remembering on a day like that. And so it's important to approach this day with reverence and awe and just admiration for persons who have given the ultimate sacrifice so that we can have the freedoms that we have today. So we can have podcasts that that say whatever we want to say and we don't have fear of, you know, government oppression or anything like that. Um, freedoms that we have are sacred and worth fighting for. And definitely those who have given their life for it deserve so much honor, so much uh, reverence and respect that uh, Happy Memorial Day just doesn't cut it. So, you know, this is an emotional event. This is a big deal. Um it's more than just a day we go through the motions and do a workout. It's a day where you have a hard workout that forces you to do some soul searching along the way. It forces you to think about quitting. It, you know, I, I don't. I don't know a single person who has done the challenge who has not had the thought, whether it's the first time or every time, about stopping or quitting or walking or all the things that your body is telling you that you should do to make the pain stop, to make the hurt stop. I I remember, um, I think the first few years I did it were probably the most impactful for me because I was thinking about all those, those persons who have given their life and just being out on a run for me early in my, my CrossFit experience for one mile straight without a vest. Um, I wanted to, stop. I wanted to walk. I wanted to give up. I wanted to stop trying. And I was very cognizant because the box that I went to, um, what they do is they, 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 they have an event. And, and so the one I was going to there, uh, we would, we would watch a clip about Lieutenant Michael Murphy, about what he had experienced. We would have generally somebody who had served share about experiences in service and about the the way that you approach um, 
this workout in terms of remembering those who have given their life. And they would, you know, usually do the national anthem, maybe have a prayer, and then we would we would go at it. It was this this event though, but it but it 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 created this sacredness around it, this um, investment around it by by all those that were there. As in, this is more than just a workout. This is this is going to be an experience, and this is going to be something that you know potentially is going to change your life. Potentially is going to make you push harder because you realize that you're doing it in honor and memory of people who have given their life. And so you're in the midst of this workout, wanting to stop, wanting to quit, wanting the pain to end, and you can't help but think about those who went beyond what their physical bodies and men and minds were telling them in order to save lives, in order to give us life and freedom, in order to push beyond the, the capacity that they should have been able to give. Someone like Michael Murphy who kept getting um, fired upon just to save the people that he was with. I mean, just just incredible. And so you're out there and you're doing it and you, and you can't help but just go, I can keep going. I can, I can push a little harder. Um, I don't have to stop. Let me remember these people and try to honor these people with my work right now. And it creates this just incredible experience. Um, I know many times when, when I allow myself to really think about it, um, I get a little, little misty eyed. I get a little, little teary about it. Um, because I don't, I, I don't know what that's like as, um, someone who's, who's grown up in relative, um, calm and, um, obviously the, the war on terror and the Afghan war and all that, um, has been going on in my lifetime, but, um, the exposure to it is not the same as those in earlier world wars and, and so relative calm in my life. And, and I, I, I don't know, I haven't had to, had to be someone who has had to face that head on. And I start thinking about that and, um, how much I take that for granted, how much, um, you know, that I, uh, I enjoy stuff without thinking about the people who have given that to me, who, who have allowed me to have the life that I now live. And you can't help but get emotional about that in the middle of that, in the middle of thinking about that. Well, I was telling um, this story once um, to, a, to a group, and this this gentleman afterwards comes up to me and says, yeah, I actually work with an organization um, by one of the guys that, w- that was uh, saved because of Michael Murphy, and um, they have an organization, and he brought me a pin. And the pin um, is, it says 22 on it, and it has a couple hands that are that are red and blue. And um, I put that on my vest, my, my 511 vest that I wear um, from this workout. And it reminds me that 22 every day, 22 veterans um, attempt suicide or, or, um, or commit suicide actually every day in our country. And that's a staggering amount, staggering amount of people um, who have been thrown back into the world, um, ill-equipped and alone to deal with it. And that doesn't work out well. And so I think about those guys now. It's taken on a, a different um, a, a, a different feeling for me. I think thinking about those who have been a, maybe feel abandoned and maybe feel and, and maybe are... Um, that are out there that are, that are thinking about taking their lives because it's easier 
to deal with it or it's better to deal with the pain that they have by not experiencing it anymore. And I get that. Um, that That is easy to get there um, in my mind. And uh, it breaks my heart and it's overwhelming. And to think about those things as you're doing this workout, it suddenly becomes way more than just a really tough workout. You st- start dealing with things in your life. You start dealing with the emotions that you have surrounding, um, heck, maybe surrounding suicide, maybe surrounding um, the uh, freedoms being taken for granted, maybe surrounding um, your lack of care or compassion for those who have served um, in our armed forces. So um, you just can't help but have this incredible experience on the Murph Challenge. And there's a whole nother component to it. There, there's a whole nother side that we, we don't talk about um, in CrossFit. I mean, we, you might see it, but we, we don't necessarily talk about it because rightfully so. We want to give all, all that kind of honor and um, remembrance to those who have served. But also the Murph has become a defining moment for a lot of people within their um, health and wellness, within their um, kind of CrossFit, I don't want to say career, but their their CrossFit journey, where that's the pinnacle workout that to be able to complete that um, whether it's scaled or RX, it's a big deal. And I know I had a couple of friends who did it for the first time this year, and it was transformative for them. It was something that they never thought possible, that they couldn't do before, that they were nervous as all get out to getting into it, and yet succeeded, and yet you know persevered and kept going and made it through it. And how that feels afterwards is just nothing you can say into words. You can't, you can't put that feeling into words ex- until you've experienced it and you go, holy cow, like this is epic. This is the thing that I never thought possible. And, and yet I did it. Like maybe I'm an actual athlete. Maybe I'm actually uh, better than I thought or fit more fit than I thought. And let's see what else I can do. And it becomes this incredible um, experience. And so the last thing Around this, I think the last element for me around it, you know, the first one is is obviously to remember um, and to give thanks for those who have given the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms and our life that that we often take for granted every day. And two, um, it it becomes a, an emotional um, experience where you start dealing with things in your own life and the the will to persevere and um, the will to push through. But then the third thing, it's this uh, pinnacle thing of, of life transformation. And part of that is why I vest up. I, you know, this year I, I scaled it a lot. Last year um, I did it with my vest as it's supposed to be and um, struggled through that. It took me forever. Um, this year I, I, uh, I vested up, but I scaled a bunch of the movements, um, a bunch of them. There's only like four. And I scaled them all, except for the run. So the reason I wear a vest, I was talking actually with people about this um, yesterday when we were doing it, was that for me, wearing a weighted vest reminds me of where I was. And and granted, it's not the extreme where I started, but it still reminds me where I was and how hard things were for me when I, when I weighed more. And so those of us that are on a weight loss journey might wear a vest in terms of 
just remembering, remembering how hard it was to move with uh, 20 more pounds on us, remembering how difficult it was, how it felt, um, because you lose perspective in that. You know, if you've come through a, a weight loss journey, you lose perspective in terms of what you are now as opposed to what you were. And so it's a, it's a great reminder. So anyways, uh, this is a short one today. I hope uh, all of you had a great long weekend, but I also hope that it was a solemn one, something of uh, remembrance of those who have given their lives so that we might have freedom. And also, I hope you did the MRF. I hope you were able to do it and knew why you're doing it. And I hope that it was an experience that uh, at least impacted your life, if not changed it for the better. We will uh, see you next Monday on the next podcast. Have a good one. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.